Welcome to Time for 10, the ultimate countdown show. No time to limits. Bob! You name it, we're counting it down. That's right. I'm John. And I'm Bob. Website, www.timefor10.com. <laughs> Email Bob. Info at timefor10.com. A little rough here. That's right. Subscribe to us on iTunes and our free email newsletter. That's right. Anything else to add? Are we good? No, I think we're good. Think As we're good. the uh, Christmas season is fast approaching, That's we right. are doing our uh, Christmas theme countdown list for the year. That's right. Here it is. Uh, this, uh, this week, we are doing top 10 feature length Christmas movies. That's right. So the reason we did that is because there's you know there's so many of those shorter um, featurettes we'll yeah, call them the ones you see on TV yeah during well, this time like less than a half hour twenty minutes or whatever right so we're doing the full length movies because there's just so much to choose from because it could be time for thirty or time for forty <laughs> exactly if we did them, so. exactly we got to narrow it down all right so you want to start off Johnny all righty at number ten one that I haven't seen but looks pretty funny it's yep. got a good guy in it Scrooged That's actually right. was released in 1988. That's right, Scrooge. With the lovable Bill Murray. That's right. And that, what this is, it's pretty much just a, uh, like a takeoff or a kind of mirrors, you know, um, the actual, was it, Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's with Bill Murray and it's more modern times. He plays like a uh, a big executive at a TV station mm-hmm. and he's pretty much Scrooge. He's a, he's a jerk. Does he play it straight or is he a comedian? Does no, he, he plays it straight pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah. He plays it straight. I mean, there's those Bill Murray moments, but Bill Murray's always pretty much always plays things straight anyway. True. You know, that's yeah, kind of his suppose. that's kind of his comedy anyway, that's so true. it works yeah, for I him. I didn't think that way. Yeah. That's true. So he can he can pull that off pretty well. So he gets visited by um, ghosts per se or Yeah, I, th- I think first first time the ghost is like his old boss or something. Oh, okay. And then yeah, he gets visited by um ghosts and <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the same. It's the same And premise. he has a change of heart and all that stuff. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. And we liked it cuz you know, it's Bill Murray, and it's a little different than the original. Exactly. It's in modern times and that kind exactly. of stuff. Exactly. I thought it was a cool movie. Cool. That's right. I'll have to check it out. Check Scrooge. it out. Check it out. Uh, go ahead. Number nine, Bobo. Number nine. Uh, this is a newer one. I actually like this one a lot. Um, this was The Polar Express. Based on the very famous book. That's right. I think the book came out in like the late 80s or early 90s. It wasn't. It's not that old of a book. Uh, I was reading it when I was a kid. I don't think so. I don't know. The 80s then. It came out in the 80s. All I, don't, right. I don't think it's a very old book. Really? It's not as old as you think. Okay. It's a new classic. All right. Well, I'm sure somebody will be looking it up. That's right. Somebody check that out for us. Proving us wrong or right or whatever. But, um, yeah, 2005 this came out. Right. And this was completely, like, computer animated. Yeah, it was It was all nuts. CGI. It was nuts. really cool. Um, Tom Hanks played about five characters or really? six characters in this movie. Yeah, he was the train conductor. He was uh, Santa Claus. He was the ghost on the roof. He was the father. Um, oh, okay. I don't know. If, I don't know if he was anybody else. So that was four. He might have been like one other person too. This was right around the the Da Vinci Code time, so he was yeah. just on fire. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he was, was doing everything at this point. Just couldn't do anything wrong. Um, but that, that was a cool movie. Um, yeah, I mean, if anybody has read the book, you know the story. Yeah, it's, you know, it, they don't really dreams st- of a train and yep. gets on it. And is it really a dream though? That's the thing. That's true. That's that's the whole point that's of the, the thing. question. Exactly. And he wakes up. There's a train, but then he wakes up at the end and he's in bed again. So it's kind of like, hmm. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, we saw that in uh, actually IMAX 3D when it first came out, that must which was wild. Yeah, you get those really um, good uh, glasses because the 3D glasses aren't like the old ones anymore. They're like sunglasses now. Really? Yeah, and it, oh, no, okay. there's, there's no They're not like goofy cardboard anymore. Yeah, there's the no blue and, and red anymore. No, 
No, they're really cool though, and it's really cool in the IMAX 3D. So nice. I don't think they're doing it anymore, but I think they showed they showed this movie for like three years, I think, at the IMAX 3D. Wow. Yeah, but I think this is the first year they're not they're not doing it again. But huh. yeah. Cool. Very cool. And at number eight, oh, oh gosh, nice. it's great. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That was a great one. I think this was the. I don't know. There, were, it was the, the second regular. One. Oh, what was it? I was gonna yeah. say the vacation and the Christmas vacation. Then right. they had European vacation. Well, was point. Chevy Chase in the European one though? Oh yeah, he was. Oh yeah, okay. it was. I think it was the same cast. Okay, all right. Well, this is your typical uh, Clark Gr- Griswold mayhem. Oh, you know, yeah. they set up the Christmas, the huge, monstrous Christmas yeah, tree. It's ridiculous. Crazy. I mean, they had it all tied up, so they brought it in the house. <laughs> exactly. And he opened it up, and it knocked out all the windows and everything. <laughs> they had squirrels running it's around ridiculous. in there. Well, this is the same. This is when uh, who was that? His brother-in-law comes over. Yeah, uh, Randy Quaid. <sighs> yeah, exactly. He comes over asking for money fi- always, <laughs> always. And then he he kidnaps uh, um, Clark's Clark's boss because oh, he because he because he didn't get the Christmas bonus. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And he needed money. That's a great movie. Oh, that was nuts. And then the lights. Do you remember the lights part? Oh, my God. Rigged up like a million lights. And the whole town went out almost. Oh, <laughs> my God. It was like blinding. Well, he couldn't get it to go on at first. At first, yeah. yeah. And then they finally did, and it blinded the neighbors. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny one, definitely. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. It's definitely a Christmas classic. Absolutely. A new, these are all, these three new ones, like new classics. You right. Know, kind of thing. Right. But that works for me. Good. Yeah, very cool. Next. All right, number seven, another new classic. This is really Very new. new. This is really new. This was Elf with Will Ferrell. Always good stuff. Came Will out Ferrell. in uh, 2003. Um, this is just hilarious. I don't know if – I mean, I don't want to ruin all these movies for people, but this doesn't really ruin nah. them. You know, you know the premise of the movie? Yeah. I know uh, Will Ferrell is an oversized elf. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, he – I can't remember exactly how it happened, but he got dropped on a doorstep somewhere. Santa found him when he was a baby, and uh-huh. he grew up with the elves. And it's kind of <laughs> like it's kind of like the jerk. You ever see the jerk with Steve Martin? Where no, oh, okay. Well, he anyway. He grows up with the elves, uh. and uh, he just always thought he was an elf, but always wondered why he was so much bigger. <laughs> he was just a person. <laughs> so then he goes to he goes to New York City and tries to find his real father. And once he finds out he's not a real elf, and right. It's just Bob Newhart plays the head elf, and I did see that. <laughs> oh my god, I yeah. like Bob Newhart. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He's a funny guy, and uh, just all the craziness that ensues with this gi- giant guy who thinks he's an elf walking through New York City. Now yeah. James Kahn is in that. Is that he's his a father? He's his real father. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. I like James Kahn. Yeah, it is, it's really funny though. Very cool. cool. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, and number six. This is another good one. Uh, I love this one. The Santa Claus with uh, Tim Allen. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I've seen this like eight million times. This movie is just genius. It and, is. And it's, it's really good. It's not Santa Claus. It's the Santa Claus. With like a an contact. E. That's like right. What did I say? Contract. Contract. You got contact. it. Contact. I missed the R. <laughs> uh, so Santa falls off. This guy, This he's a salesman, I believe. Uh, I don't even know what he is in that movie. I guess he. I guess he's it's like a marketing, like advertising, an executive, yeah. executive Some kind or executive, something. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, Santa falls off his roof, and I guess uh, the clause is <laughs> once Santa falls off your roof right. and you put on his gear, you're Santa Claus. Right. Apparently, that was in the fine print in the Yeah, coat you don't know jacket. that, though. You I don't really. It just says put on the coat, and the reindeer will know what to do. That's all it says. Yeah, exactly. But once you put it on, all of a sudden, your body starts changing. He, gr- he you know, <laughs> gains like 200 pounds yeah, exactly. in two ne- weeks. I like it when, like, next – 
by the next year. He gets that oh, gigantic it. list delivered by FedEx. <laughs> up his whole house. It's ridiculous. It's like 40 boxes or something. And the beard, he shaves, oh and God. it grows back immediately. immediately. Yeah. And they have that, that uh, ad meeting. Oh. And he's ordering like the entire menu. That's hilarious it's ridiculous. stuff. And he and he he tries to convince his, his ex-wife that he's not crazy. And yeah, it's, exactly. It's good. It's good. It's you know, it's kind of miracle on 34th Street ish. You know, getting people to believe. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of. Like you're that. right. Yeah, but it's but really Tim Allen is just he's just great at that. It's probably his, I think that's like his best role. Oh, definitely. You know, his that's defining his role. Shit. Yeah. Definitely. Exactly. He even got to do his ho ho ho, and you know it actually worked instead of. That's right. Because he used to he do did. that all the time in uh, on TV, yeah, yeah home, improvement. home improvement stuff. But it didn't really fit. But now it f- <laughs> when it he did it when he did there. it in that movie, it's it like, did. oh, okay, there's it this did. thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he got to be a little serious, which was good. So exactly, it worked out well. All right. Wow. Wow. That was uh, ripped right through those. That was fast, but not too fast. Not all right. Fast. Anyway, I'm gonna go uh, list off the bottom five here. Bottom five. Number ten was Scrooged. Number nine, Polar Express. Number eight was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Number seven was Elf. And six was The Santa Claus. Santa Claus. All right. It is the break time. Break time. Um, Got a few emails this week. Pretty good turnout. Not too bad. Uh, First one here. Hi, Bob and John. I like your choice of pets as your list for last week. So last week we did uh, top ten pets. It was a little polarizing, as you figured. Yeah, we found that out at the end, huh? Pretty soon you'll be able to make up a top 10 bad suggestions for People's Choice Contest with all my fail, failed ideas. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, maybe. None of them are bad. No, 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 no. You can always submit those again, too. We, we say, you know, you don't have to be original every time. Because if we use it next time, there you go. Kudos. That's right. I had a few things to say about your pets. I agreed uh, with, uh, with a lot you said about your pet choices. I've always had cats my entire life, but I also tried fish when I was younger. I wasn't a very good fish keeper because they always kept dying, so I stopped that one really quick. That's a good idea. My mom always had to send them down, send them down the <laughs> toilet because I wouldn't do it. They also gross me out, and the tanks always get gross, and it's just a pain. Well, tanks only get gross if you don't clean them. Yeah, you know? I always had to bury my fish. You buried your fish? I did. Why? I dug a little hole because my mother made me. She wouldn't let me flush them. Why not? Because, you know, it's... Really? Okay. They kind of be a part of you, and oh, okay. they're like a member of the family. Well, that's the burial at sea. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't visit them <laughs> every day on their dead. Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Your whole backyard be full of grave that's stuff. That's right. I have a dog. I have a pet dog now, but she's not really my favorite because she doesn't like new people in the house. She does a lot of cool tricks for food, though. I'm not allowed to have even a fish in my dorm room at school, though. Never mind a gerbil. Yeah, because we said Yeah, they're... My favorite pet I have now is my pet cat. Her name is Shadow. She's an all-black cat. She's a bit overweight and somewhat interesting is that she has diabetes. Diabetes. Interesting. She has to get shots of insulin twice a day. Huh. She's really... I know. It sounds hard. She's really cute, though, and she misses me while I'm at school. My number one pet is a pet monkey. (laughs) Pet monkey. Do they have it? Who has a pet monkey? Pet monkeys can do anything. That's true. They can go get you a drink from the fridge or hang out with you kind of upset that Literally. monkeys didn't make your list no but it's alright until next time Katie in Boston yeah. pet monkeys yeah they, they're almost human yeah. are those legal I don't even nah, I don't know if you can actually I have a know. pet they're, they're dirty <laughs> they are a little dirty. dirty they do eat their own I got another one here from the man the man hey guys great topic last week I couldn't have thought of a better one myself that's why I didn't yeah because uh, <laughs> he, he won the contest he did so, uh, any, anywho, thanks for picking my topic. You did a really great job with it. My personal favorite pets are dogs. 
Sorry, John, but I'm allergic to cats. And the hey. only cats I really like are the ones that act like dogs. Go what f- the heck? Go figure. Which ones are those? I don't know. <laughs> As a side note, boa constrictors can actually be quite loving creatures. When I was younger, <laughs> I used to care for a three-foot-long boa named Rosie at the Science Center of Connecticut. She enjoyed being around people. The only time that you need to be careful with those types of snakes is when they are going to shed their skin because they're a little bit finicky during that period of time. You can tell that they're going to shed their skin when their eyes get cloudy. Just thought you would. Uh, just thought that would be an interesting fact for you guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks for the iTunes gift card. It will be put to good use. Happy holidays, to the man. Kudos. Happy holidays, to the man. Happy holidays. And one more. Here's the. Uh, here is the result of our reverse contest. The rebuttal. That's right. Is it a rebuttal? Well, I don't know. We'll find out. All right, we'll find out. Um, from Marianne Barry. A very good day to both John and Bob. Loved your last show about top ten pets. Barry greet Jorb, the man, on your idea. Congrats to you. Pets are one of my fa- uh, Barry favorite things, <coughs> especially my pet Dingle. There you go, Dingle Barry. Right. I just have a, a very few comments on some of last week's pets. I hate tarantulas and snakes. That was an old song. I don't like spiders and snakes. Huh. Never heard of it. Yeah, I know that song. Turtles are okay, but sort of boring. <laughs> I think ferrets are cute. I don't. I know they can be mean, but they really are kind of very cute. Birds are really not very big favorite of mine. They can get really loud. They are quite odiferous. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, probably another thing if you don't clean the cage. Yeah, same, probably. Same kind they of can be a little odiferous. <laughs> Rabbits are very adorable, but they too have quite the stench. <laughs> Hamsters, guinea pigs, and gerbils are all pretty cute too, although gerbils creep me out a little. Oh, really? What's the difference? I don't <laughs> know. I was just thinking that. Um, let's see. Uh, fish are very beautiful and relaxing to watch, and they have no odor as long as you keep their home clean. Uh-huh. See? That's what I was saying. That's it. I, too, have an allergy to cats and must admit they are not my very favorite pet. Kit- oh, John, you're outnumbered here. Yeah, uh, I know. Kittens are adorable and fuzzy and must admit they are not way where they are. And warm, but when they grow up and grow into cats, I don't find them as appealing. <laughs> Sorry, John, and all of my others out there who love cats. Big surprise that my very favorite pet is a, is the dog. I really love most all breeds, but I do agree with Bob that I'd much rather have a canine who does not shed. Dingle is a shedless doggy. Doogie. <laughs> Doogie. <laughs> and very cute, too. My sister Fufu. There's an, oh, there's a new one. Fufu. My sister Fufu has three black labs, Fozzie, Corduroy, and Boo Boo. <laughs> and although they are big, beautiful, gentle creatures, they do not shed like crazy. Okay, so now it's time for the reverse contest. Here we go. I must admit that you did a very, very fine job of naming the berries. There were originally only 15 that I had mentioned up until the time of the contest, but last week I threw in two more as a bonus, which, of course, you picked right up on. Yeah. The ones that you missed were Paddington, my cousin uh. from London, England, and my sister Fufu, I don't remember that one, who was mentioned once after you did top ten sodas. But because you did such a very wonderful job naming all the others and their relationships to me, uh, and you even had extra info on a couple of relatives. <laughs> Thank you. Uh. Like knowing that Carrie is the wife of Smokey, remembering that my grandmother was married to Roger Moore's father. <laughs> and by the way, you were correct about Hallie being my daughter. Ah, all right. Because of all these facts, I am in the Christmas spirit. I will pay you for all 17 berries Woo! that have been mentioned thus far. That comes to a grand total of $34. Nice. All right. We better do something. That's right. Congrats to you both, and you did a very great job. Very great job. Did a very great job burying. That's what it says. All right. <laughs> Barry sincerely. Mary and Barry. Barry counts 16. Seems like a lot more berries than that. Yeah, it seems like a <laughs> lot of berries. All right. Well, thank you very much, Mary thank and Barry. Thank you very much. And all the emailers for That's your right. input. That's right. Thank you very much. Sick.
All righty. Get us going, Johnny. Back to the list. Number five. Number five. This is a classic. Home Alone. Ah! ah! <laughs> Launched the career of one Macaulay Culkin. And ended it. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, where did he go from there exactly? But no, nowhere. He did like three movies Michael after Jackson's that, I house. think. That's where he went. <laughs> ah, that's, <laughs> that's not a lie, though, is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not at all. They were great friends, apparently. But no, that that was a really great movie. <laughs> um, Kid gets left home alone. Was was um was House in that? What's uh, it, what, what's, uh, his, what's Hugh Laurie's name? Yeah. Hugh uh, what I, would he be? Wasn't he one of the crooks? No, no? It was Daniel Stern. Okay. Also, by the way, the voice in the Wonder Years. Who was? Daniel Stern. Really? Yes. Okay, and then Joe Pesci, obviously. Joe Pesci. He's Joe Pesci. Um, have Sorry. We, have we talked about this movie on the show before? Home Alone? I feel like we have, and I can't remember when, because I was just going to say something about the show that, well, anyway, I'll say it again. Go ahead. But uh, something funny about when they filmed this, and I don't know, uh-huh. I feel like I've mentioned this before. Go ahead. But Joe Pesci had just been, uh, just got finished uh Filming the Goodfellas. Oh, get out! Yeah, just right, right before they did this movie. Really? And I guess, you know how he gets hit. And it's like a slapstick comedy so many times. Well, yeah, he's falling on marbles. And and <laughs> when we did the the mob movies, okay, I'll bet that's when you were talking. Okay, because I guess you know instead of falling on the marbles, going oh no or oh nuts, effing effing, you know, like, no, no, Joe <laughs> Pesci, Joe, 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 this <laughs> is a kids' comedy. movie, yeah. <laughs> so he couldn't get out of the out of the the mob, you know, mindset. Right. <laughs> Holy crap. So the uncut version of that movie would have a lot more profanity. I'm sure. <laughs> I bet it's on DVD and Blu-ray now. Probably, Maybe yeah. you get to see some profanity. <laughs> the director's cut. <laughs> Holy cow. I can imagine. But why don't you tell us the kind of premise of the movie? Well, a uh, family with like 8 million kids because right. they got, you know, aunts and uncles and all this stuff. And they're all going to Paris for yeah, Christmas yeah. To, to see another relative. Right. And they all have to get on these airport shuttles and... One of their neighbors looks kind of like Kevin McAllister. Oh, okay, right, right. They count him, and they think he's him, and they all leave, and he's up in the attic. and Sleeping or something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he comes home, and he's home alone, so exactly. he's got to fend for himself. So he go, he manages okay. He goes shopping and all that stuff until two burglars are casing the neighborhood. Okay, that's how it gets into it. So then they try right. to break in. and right. Very, and very somehow, convenient for the yeah, movie. He's some though. kind of a mechanical genius. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So he's like, real good with that talk boy, too. The little oh, uh, that handheld recorder. Yeah, that thing was can, awesome. Was that in the first one too? That was in both of them. Yeah, yeah, it was because it was. Uh, he was in the shower with it. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> cool jerk. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that movie is that a real movie, by the way? Angels with no, filthy no, souls. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. not. We talked about that. We haven't talked about that on this. I don't show. think so. Okay, but yeah, they made that. They made that movie just for Get Home Alone. They did. They did. That doesn't actually exist. Really? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Wow, I didn't know that. It's actually, f- I think that scene with Talkboy is funnier in the second movie. And you've been smooching with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> smooching with your brother. <laughs> smooching with Gary, too. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a guy named Gary. He's like, no. No, no I no. haven't, I swear. <laughs> and Mo with the gippy leg and Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But yeah, he was that was that two, right? That was that the sequel, was the yeah. One, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying the name of the movie was, was also two, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right. I'm going to give you the count of ten. One. Two, ten. ten. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets awful resourceful real quick. Yeah, he does. And, you know, eventually he finds out he does miss his family. Yeah. Yet. And the mother finally realizes she forgot him. Who played the mother in that? We know her. Um, <sighs> What's her name? Come on, come on. Come on, oh, come on. Oh, come on. Catherine. Um, 
O'Hara. Yes, Mr. yes, O'Hara. that's right. That's right. Because I knew we knew her. Yeah. yeah. Good. I feel better now. Excellent. And th- we know the father. We know everybody in that movie, actually. It was uh, pretty good cast. John Hurd. Yeah, he was in um, like Beetlejuice and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Cool. Good movie. Yeah. We can see we, s- we like that one a lot, huh? That's good. <laughs> Got out of roll on that one. Exactly. All right. Um, here we go. Uh, number four. Oh, oh boy. this is a classic. The first version of this came out in 1947. Miracle on 34th Street. Yes. This to me always seemed like when I, f- like, I like this movie, but yeah. it must have started off as like an advertisement for Macy's or something. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Because it's all about Macy's, the Macy's, Macy's Santa Claus. And right. But uh, well, I'm going to tell the kind sure, of the story behind it. it. Um, what it pretty much is, is uh, Macy's is looking for a new Santa Claus, and they kind of just happen upon this guy, Chris Kringle. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and uh, do you think that was always his name, Chris Kringle, or did Miracle on 34th Street start that? <sighs> That's a good question. That's a good question. I bet you that might be where it started. It could be. It was long enough. Yeah, ago. exactly. Uh, so anyway, this guy, Chris Kringle, we're laughing now, but maybe that was maybe they made that up for the movie. Maybe. He ends up being the real Santa Claus, but nobody believes him, and they think he's crazy, and they put right. him in a mental institution, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But finally, at the end, he ends up... And there's this little girl, Virginia. Right, exactly. Right, who believes exactly. in him and all this stuff. And you get the line, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. And he goes Very to classic. court. The the coolest scene about this is he goes to court. Yes. And the the uh, mail carriers start bringing in these sacks and sacks and sacks with right. letters to right. Santa Claus. And exactly. How do they know? Are they addressed to him or something? Well, they say the federal government has recognized Santa Claus, you know, by taking all these letters, accepting all these letters and uh-huh. it was something like that. They got they had the government stamp on it. Oh, okay. That's in the nineteen ninety four version though. The original version, uh-huh. the argument was different. Um, yeah. in the original version what it was was they were saying, well, you know, Santa Claus is intangible, he's not real, he's right. make believe, blah blah blah. So the guy pulls out a bill. The lawyer comes up with the last second and he said, Well look at this. It's on all of our printed money. The government says in God we trust. You know, because that's not uh-huh. tangible. That's like a a higher belief kind of thing. So he's right. kind of equating Santa Claus with... Well, the point of the trial was to prove that Santa Claus existed. And in right, both movies, right. they did it. Right. And, oh, okay. Uh, or they, that was or only they d- in that one? Or actually, the point of the thing, the point the point of the uh, of the trial was actually to prove that Santa Claus didn't exist. And then the defense lawyer wanted to say, well, I'm here to say that it's not necessarily true that he doesn't exist. He might. You right. know what I mean? So that's... Okay. That was kind of cool. But anyway, it's Th- good there are more than I think. I think there's more than one version, more oh, than two versions of that movie. Gotta so be, yeah. But those are two arguments I s- I've seen. But yeah, that's good. Yeah. Wow. Very very cool movie. <laughs> so. And then the other the guy who played um, John Hammond. Yeah. Richard yeah. Attenborough. From the second, yes. in, this, in the newer version. Yes. <laughs> He's good. He 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 doesn't even look these up. I'm gonna tell you right now. They're just uh, off the top no, of his head. No, no, no I'm serious. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> All that right. That was the '94, right? Yeah, that was the newer one. Yeah. He would have been good, too. I don't think I saw that one. Which one? The newer one. Oh, you didn't see that one? No. I saw them both. Anywho. All righty. So maybe I got them mixed up backwards, but those are two things I've seen. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. Number, are we on number two already? No, we're not. We're on number three. Oh, jeez. Okay, number three. Number Sorry. three. A Christmas Carol. Wow. And there are so many of these. First one, 1910. It had to be a silent film. It had to be. <laughs> uh, did they have audio and video at the same time back then in 1910? Uh, did they have color? Definitely. I don't know because I think I think film started back then, so it must yeah. be one of the first movies like ever. Yeah, there you a go. Moving picture. Moving picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but based on Charles Dickens' 
classic uh, uh, Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol yeah, with exactly. the uh, uh, Scrooge and Bob Cratchit. Yep, that's right. And uh, three ghosts. Yep, same. Pretty much what we described earlier for we the movie for Scrooge, Scrooge. But this is the actual, the original. But this, there's so many versions of this. I mean, I like. There's one I like that came out. I think it was in the '60s or '70s. It was. Uh-huh. Um, it's probably you know it's one of those things your family watched it when you're kids. Right. Uh, we have we have the DVD and everything. I can't remember what the actor's name is. Uh, Finney, Albert Finney or Albert something. Finney. Oh, Albert Finney. Albert Finney. I like that version. Um, and then you know there's the one with uh, what Patrick Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, yeah. And then I like the Muppets Christmas. The Muppets. Girl. That's one of my favorites. That's that, a good one. That is a real good version with the it. little rats. Yeah, They're exactly. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. But um, um, they also have animated versions. The Mickey's Christmas Carol yep. is actually really good. I like that yep. one. Oh, there's um, tons. Yeah, there are. They're there's a million of the them. Place. Yeah, really cool though. Have you ever seen like some of the older ones though? There's there's a few from like the 30s and 40s. Like no. they actually made it big. Those are creepy. Like because they're all black oh. and white. Oh, and it's yeah. weird acting. <laughs> it's just those are creepy. They still show those on TV sometimes. But no, I haven't seen any of those. Really Too bad Dickens it. wasn't around to make all the money off these. I, I don't didn't make any money off of his books yeah, or, doubt it. or anything. What I do you doubt think? it. I don't know. Probably yeah, not. Probably not. No. I don't think so. Oh well. What are you gonna do? Exactly. All There's right. Christmas Carol. All right. Number two and one. We kind of had you know issue uh, going back and forth on them, back and forth. But eh, this is where they are. That's but right. Number two was from 1983. A Christmas Story. <laughs> That's right, Ralphie. Ralphie and his brother. Um, wait, what? Well, Randy. Ra- Ralphie and Randy. Yeah. Randy. Um, this is ridiculous. They show this every single year. Oh, definitely. A marathon on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. They show it nonstop all day long. That's right. But this takes. I mean, it was it was done. It's kind of like um, like what's the Wonder Years? The way it's filmed and the way there's the narration over yep. the whole thing. Yep. Which one came first though? Was it? Was it this, and then Wonder Years kind of based off of this, or was it the other way? I think it was probably Wonder Years that kind of came off of this. Yeah, yeah, but um, Wonder it's Years was later. The pretty much thing is is the narrator is reflecting on his childhood, this one Christmas. This, wa- this was an excerpt from a book. Oh, was it really? Yeah, this I was only that. a portion. Uh, oh, my mind could tell you it's Wanda Hickey's Night of Something Something Something. Really, I did yeah, not know that. It's part of a whole book. There's there's several stories just like this. It's really, it's really yeah. a cool thing. Oh, it's it's hilarious. And I guess it bombed in the theaters. Really? Yeah. And it didn't actually, it didn't become popular until it hit TV. And then as soon as it went syndicated and hit TV, it got really huge. People loved it. And I don't know if these actors actually made any money off this movie. That's the sad thing. I think something happened legally where they just kind of got left out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I figured. Um, but another interesting thing, mm-hmm. which I realized a while ago, all the music in that. It's from the Peter and the Wolf uh, soundtrack. Really? Yeah, all the music yeah, is is all Peter and the Wolf stuff. Like when the when the what's his name the, the bully comes and beats him up or whatever it is, you know the the. That's good. Remember that? I don't know how I remember. That's good. Um, that's that's the Wolf theme, I guess. And then the motion to a closer, I should know. Yeah, that's like yeah, pretty cool. I don't know how I. I don't know. I heard I heard the soundtrack somewhere. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my God! I know all these songs, yeah, and it's yeah. from a Christmas story, but I had it backwards. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Very that cool. That's cool. Yeah. So you got a uh, little Ralphie, who yep. uh, all he wants for Christmas is, do you remember a Red Rider? Yeah, a uh, Red Rider BB Bo- gun. 
There was more to it. Do you remember the whole thing? I don't remember. But it's a BB gun, basically. And anytime he asks, he said, You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Y'all shoot your eye out. Santa says it. His teacher says it. His mother says it. That's right. Santa Claus said it at that department store. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) He was such a mean Santa. They pushed him down. They have this slide (laughs) that they send him down. I've seen this so many times in this movie. I know every little detail. (laughs) Something I noticed not too many times ago that I saw it. Uh Uh-huh. You know how Santa's real mean? Yeah. He's really rotten, and the whole time you're getting up there, he's mean. He's pushing people (laughs) off. As soon as he pushes Ralphie down, everybody notices next time you see this, and I know you'll see it this year. All right. As soon as he pushes Ralphie down, and he's down at the bottom laying down there, and his parents come back, Uh they do a quick shot of Santa up there again. The guy is jolly. He's happy. He's so <laughs> nice. He's exactly what you would think That's Santa weird. should be. Yeah, if you check that out, I don't know if they, they must have done that on purpose. I don't know why. <laughs> but notice that one little detail. It's like a completely different guy or something. Weird. I, I don't know. That is weird. No, I didn't yeah. notice that. And then uh, what else? The leg lamp oh, <laughs> that shit. his father gets. We saw one of those. Uh, Get out. Yeah, somebody, people put them up as like Christmas decorations now. They put them in their front window. It's kitschy now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Some that guy, some guy bought that house and he sells. That's where those leg lamps started coming from. He's oh, made millions okay. of dollars. I'm sure he has. Yeah, he actually bought the house and restored it to the movie. So it's like a museum now. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I know. And Ralphie's pink bunny pajamas. Oh my god, those are awful. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and what else? He got the um, the decoder. What was it? The oh, oh, little thing? orphan Annie. The. Uh, <laughs> and then it said, "Buy be more. sure to drink. Be sure your to drink your Ovaltine." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> poor kid. And then he swears. You know, he had a that kid had a oh, that's right. That kid had a mouth on him. Yeah. Tires. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else? Uh, it was just I don't know. It was just double dog dare you. Yeah. There's oh yeah the tongue. It, there's so many things the in that movie. Stuck to the pole. So harsh. make sure you see that this year. Absolutely. I'm sure you can't miss it. No, you really sh- you shouldn't be Turn able to it. Turn it on TBS or TNT. I'm sure you'll yeah, catch it. I think it's TNT. It's one of, those, both. one of those. They're like yeah. the same station anyway. Yeah, they're both in by Turner. That's true. You know. Exactly. Good stuff. All right. Now, if you're if you're a classic movie buff or you like these classic movies, you'll probably, like that. You'll probably know what the first. If you're not a classic movie buff, then you probably wish that. You were. Christmas Story was number one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you probably know this. You've heard of this one oh, anyway. Definitely. Ready? 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 It's, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful life. life. That's oh right. Oh my gosh! I watch this every year. I don't watch it any other time except no. like maybe once or twice at Christmas. Yeah, you That's can't. It. That's what Just I do. Watch it about it. once a year. It's with Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed is the wife. Classic. Who plays Clarence, the um, the angel? Beats me. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. Um, but this is really this is a, this is a, it's actually a really nice movie too. It's kind of oh, nice, definitely. nice. Uh, Good moral to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Good moral. Um, but the basic. Just of the movie. Uh, all right. Well, I'll Jimmy Stewart is a. Uh, I don't even know what you would call him. He's a. Well, he's just like a. He's like a hometown kid, and he wants to get out. He wants to get out and travel. His whole life, he just wants. We're gonna tell the whole movie here because we're right. <laughs> we're starting right at the I beginning. I know it. I know it. <laughs> Let's just try to sum it up. He wants to get out of town his whole life, and he ends up being stuck. There. Every time he tries to, yep. he, he, something keeps happening that keeps him there. Exactly. And he and he's so frustrated with his life until something happens and he realizes how much he really has. Exactly. How's that? That's not bad. That's, That's not pretty bad. Good. But the cool the, the cool part is when he's we can say it. if you haven't seen it by now it's been good out. Good God! It's been out since when? Since nineteen forty six. If you haven't seen it by now, you're not going to see it until we tell you about 62 it. Sixty two years. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> 
<laughs> Don't so, ruin it for me. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I think you know the spoilers way uh, overdue on this yeah. one. Anyway, so you know he gets fed up. I'm stuck here. You know whatever. Right. He tries to kill himself. Right. And then the angel saves him. This angel comes. His, his guardian angel comes Clarence. to save him. Yeah. Tells him point blank, "I'm your guardian angel." <laughs> 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 so Clarence makes it like he's never been born. Right. And then he and he takes him back into town and shows him how much different and how much worse off things would be, how right. much worse off his wife would be who never got married. Right. How awful, you know, things just the were and how much looks, yeah. how much he actually, you know, affected the community and the town and blah blah blah. And so and by the end he's just happy to be home and to see his family that Exactly. He realized what a great family he had and Exactly. What a good life he had and you know. There you go. Exactly, and you know the thing is, it's in black and white, but well, it doesn't have to be. They have the new, te- they have the Technicolor version. Have you ever seen really? it? Really? Yeah, there's a colorized no. version of it. It's actually pretty good. I don't know I if mean, I can. I, I think I like the black and white version better. Yeah, I've only seen the color one a couple times, but I didn't even know they had that. Yeah, yeah, you can get it on DVD in color. Hmm. Yeah, and they show it on TV once in a while. I think they mainly show the black and white one on TV, but I mean, it's cl- it's. Cl- I mean, yeah, I love Jimmy Stewart though. He's a great yeah. actor. He's a exactly. He's cool. He is. Well, that's wow. a great movie. Yeah. With all the, I don't know. Yeah. I just like it. So go see that one now if you haven't seen it. I know it sounds old, but it's really good. It, it is. It is a great movie. It's very good. All right. I think we've done it, Johnny. I think we've done it. Let's list off our top ten Christmas movies. All righty. I'm going to give you dates, so you know, all right. just for reference. Go ahead. Why not? Number ten, Scrooge from 1988. Number nine, The Polar Express from 2005. Number eight, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation from 1989. Number seven, Elf from 2003. Number six, The Santa Claus with an E from 1994. Number five, Home Alone from 1990. Number four, Miracle on 34th Street from 1947 or 1994, whichever you prefer. Number three, Christmas Carol, originally from 1910. Wow. Unbelievable. Number two, A Christmas Story from 1983. And number one, It's a Wonderful Life from 1946. That's right. All righty. That's our show for this week. Our website, www.timefor10.com. Email info at timefor10.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes or, uh, uh, sorry, and our free email newsletter. I'm John. And I'm Bob. Have a great week. Yeah, if we don't talk to you, have a Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah. We may or we may not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's right. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.